Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Anime Watch Club, a bi-weekly group discussion and review where the hosts of the What Do You Say Anime podcast nominate and vote on shows either we haven't seen or shows that will hopefully lead to a great discussion. On today's episode, the cheeky buggers of the What Do You Say Anime podcast will be reviewing the 2018 anime Rascal Does Not Dream of Bunny Girl Senpai and the sequel movie Rascal Does Not Dream of a Dreaming Girl. Let's meet today's rascals. First up, his puberty syndrome led to large amount of bullying by the beta males due to his huge package. We have Jay. Jay, how's it going? Oh, it's going pretty well, you know. Um, the only issue I'm having is that when I walk around naked in my house, I get carpet burns. <laughs> but it's a small thing. Well, we it's a are, large thing. I was going to say, yeah, it sounds like it's a big thing. A large package. Uh, next up, his puberty syndrome occurred when his father bought him a Camry instead of a Tesla. We got Johnny. Johnny, how's it going? Uh... Am I, like, such a Zoomer that I forgot what a Camry was for a second? Yes. God. <laughs> yeah. I think it's No, showing. I think it's just that rich. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think... Oh, all right. Next up, his puberty syndrome occurred when he watched his first hentai and couldn't break the cycle until he finished every single one. We got Cat. Cat, how's it going? Yes, sir! <laughs> I watched too much hentai. That's all I gotta say. And our first moderator of the night, his puberty syndrome occurred after watching this show. We have Miles. Miles, how's it going? Uh, I'm excited for my arc. I haven't got better yet, so we need to fix me. <laughs> and we will do so. And uh, we got Pat. Yeah, there we go. As usual, uh, Pat, uh, you know, I, I've, I'm, I'm perfect. I'm flawless. So that's why I don't have puberty syndrome. So, um, you know, no, he's just big enough that he scares us to make jokes about him. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, sure. Uh, let's let's go with that. Uh, let's talk about Rascal Does Not Dream of a Bunny Girl Senpai, both the series and the show. The reason we talk about both is because, or, or we are choosing to talk about both, is because we feel like the show is incomplete without it, similar to how Madoka Magica, as we've done in the past, was not complete without Rebellion. So uh, just for some context there, the show came out in 2018 fall, I believe. Yeah, fall of 2018. Uh, made by Cloverworks, or is it White Fox? Which Cloverworks. It? It's Cloverworks. 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 Okay. Tell because the people are really bad CGI in the backgrounds. Yes, that's true. That those are yeah. Um, and Miles, we know you care so much about the art most of the I time. I didn't notice I, it. I just like read it in a bunch of reviews. Yeah, it is. It is actually like it's it's horribly awful. Well, I was just gonna say like that's gonna be why your score is so low, right? Yes, that yeah. is. That's the that CG, was my big issue. I, that was your big <laughs> issue exactly. Um. But yeah, so that that show, uh, let's do our usual uh, introduction, what our initial thoughts were, you know, so I guess we could say after the my arc is like our cutoff for your initial thoughts, but you know, don't go into too much detail, try and keep it spoiler free, yada yada, Miles, start us off please. Sure, so I had, I had tried to watch the show on two different occasions uh, before I, I made the decision to nominate it, um, to force myself to watch it, should it win. Um, and it did. So, um, you know, the My Arc was the My Arc. I had seen it a few times before. Um, a little bit worse than I remembered it, but not like substantially. It's fine. It's fine. Um, I know people like really, really like fuck with my, um, and I get that. I don't. Um, she's fine. Um, but like, I, I see the general appeal. Um, so that was what my first impressions were that the show is fine. Um, and would I recommend this show? Uh, like, no, but also, uh, it has like an eight something. So don't listen to me. 
Uh, if you think you would like it and you're worried about what I'm saying, give it a give it a shot anyway, because uh, I am in the minority opinion here. So that, that's what I would say. Yeah, get the, the, the bad one out of the way first. All right, Kat, why don't you go next? Uh, so I am not as much of a stickler for shows like this. Um, so a lot of people will compare this show to Monogatari. Uh, and in a lot of ways, it is uh, a lot like Monogatari. But you have enough blank space in there that you can actually focus on the words without having to rewind. Uh, unless you are a native speaker of, of Jap- Japanese or, or, or know the language. Uh, but the show, the show itself is actually really, really fun. Uh, it, it kind of feels like a paced... Uh, a slower paced version of Monogatari. And in some ways it adds to it, in some ways it doesn't. It just it really just depends on what your what your tastes are. Uh now would I recommend it? Uh if you are a fan of listening to like interesting things, yeah. If you're not as much of a uh if you have a higher standard for your art, uh probably not. And if you just want to watch anime for dumb shit, no. <laughs> this is not your type of show. Uh, but yeah, that's all I gotta say. Okay. Alright, Jay, what about you? Um, first impressions of the show. Honestly, the thing that stuck out most to me were two things that I enjoyed in the first parts of the show. One of these things I enjoyed throughout the show. The other thing I felt like it kind of fell off a little bit as the show went on. So what I enjoyed and what stuck with me throughout the show was I actually really enjoy Maya and Sakura's uh, back and forth. Uh, I feel like you could transition this, like at least the my arc of this, to like a live action American thing and almost lose nothing from it. Yeah. Like it, it has a very 80s teenage rom-com feel to it, honestly. Like, you could see, like, Johnny Depp playing this in this movie in the fucking 80s or something like that, and it would be perfectly fine. Um, and that was strong throughout the entire show, I feel. Like, even though Sakuda is kind of, like, a piece of trash in a lot of ways, uh, his back and forth with Mai is great because she never really, like, lets him get away with his bullshit like almost everybody else does. And the other thing that really captured me in the first couple episodes was the music. Um, Fox Capture Plan, the band that does the OST for this, is an all-around fantastic band. And they really put a lot of effort into it overall. I just feel like whoever was in charge of the music design in this didn't really utilize their chops to the fullest extent after listening to them outside of this show. Which is weird because in the first couple of episodes, they are featured rather heavily, even with like vocal music and stuff playing in the background. Whereas it just kind of fades into being like, you know, regular OST sort of stuff later yeah, on. I wonder if they ran out of budget. That'd be my guess. Is that they yeah, I think I can probably agree with that. So, yeah, overall, would I recommend this to somebody? If you like a sort of romantic comedy and you can look past like the main character being a piece of trash. Like if you're somebody who fucks with Scott Pilgrim, then yeah, go ahead. 
Yeah, that's interesting. I one thing I would say though is that he's a piece of trash in the sense that he's he's like probably not someone that in real life you would want to be around or you'd want to hang out yeah. with. But I don't think he's like I worry. He's not like scum or anything like that. Yeah, or he's not scum, and he's also not someone that like when you're watching, like let's say like Kazuya from rent a girlfriend right like you're watching and you're like recoiling and you're mad at them like he's not like that he's just he's an obno- he's kind of a prick <laughs> you know like that's the kind of description that i would i, I think is more apt for him yeah yeah, yeah it's it, more it, of how he treat like it's like the casual sexism and how he treats some of the people he talks to and i get it's kind of played off for jokes but yeah 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 no i, I definitely get where you're coming from because yeah again if he was in real life he would be awful he'd be terrible yeah he'd be so awful if he was in like america he would be getting slapped left and right by more people than just like my this whole thing right is that he's a loner and antisocial right like that's his personality we will get to that but that's kind of like what his puberty syndrome is right is that he he tries to push people away because the last time he let people get close to him he got that scar, but either way, we'll talk about that later. Uh, Johnny, go ahead. Yeah, so this anime was one of the first anime that I watched when I started getting into anime around 2018. I believe it was fully out by the time I watched it, but yeah, so it was around the time that I just started, so it's, you know, holds a very special place in my heart because it's where I discovered the horrors of anime, but, you know, it's what it is. Yeah, I... You know, I really like the music as well, and I, to me, the show, there's a lot of depth, but you don't really need to go into it. Like, you can enjoy the show if you just never look into, like, the nuance and the details about the plot. If you just care about watching giant titties, I guess, well, that's Monogatari, but, like, if you just like the surface level stuff, you can watch the show and enjoy it. So, you right, don't need so, Johnny, to, to, I'm trying. Uh, your point, you're trying to make a good point. But you're he's he's baiting me. Johnny's baiting me because I made yeah. a promise before this episode started that I wouldn't say the SB word or yeah. the M word, and Johnny's <laughs> baiting me, and he's doing a pretty good job. I'm yeah. gonna say I'm, I'm a little tilted. <laughs> well, you know, this is this is my own opinion. Strong. So, you know, no, no, using the. The SB uh, slur, but anyways, the like, like if honestly, if you think about it, it is kind of like that. But I don't think that's necessarily like the worst thing because it's like, even if it's more interesting, sometimes interesting also means boring, you know. And it's like uh, this show is easy for people. It means to get in into. depth, Johnny. Once again, I, I guess like and yeah. it's too it's too in depth. And like you, you, you have to this. work. Too, you have to work too hard to understand it. Is what Johnny is, is trying to say. I assume if yeah. it, if it, it gets to a point where if you have to work too hard, it becomes less interesting. There you go. That everyone that's... doesn't like pausing their shows and going to Wikipedia in the middle of them. What? Nope. Not, not more. Not you more were, than once you or twice. Differently yeah. than the rest. <laughs> oh, okay. My apology. <laughs> that's my favorite. Yeah, point. <laughs> anyway, so in terms of how I would recommend this, I mean, like honestly, I don't really feel like anyone could like really hate this show so yeah like anyone can watch this and have a good time you don't need to go that deep into it that's what she said uh pete go ahead damn it uh this is my second time watching it kind of like johnny this is kind of around the time where i started getting into seasonals for anime before i was just like binging classics and stuff like that and during this time i found that this show was more enjoyable but i found like the i definitely saw the plot holes a little bit more than i did the first time coming around to it uh, this is the type of show where I can see somebody rating it a 1, and I can see somebody rating it a 10, and anywhere in between. 
it kind of has those vibes. It kind of has those things that stick out where you can get really invested into the characters or you can hate every second of this show just based off what's going on. Uh, to me, if I would recommend it, yes, because I think even if you don't like the show, I, I should say that because I kind of know something in advance. I like thoroughly enjoyed the movie like a lot. And I think that even not liking the show and then watching the movie kind of like makes up for it. Kind of like what Haruhi does where like the show is like fine, but the movie makes up for everything that you watch. I kind of got those vibes with it. So I would definitely recommend it. And I had a really good time watching it. There you go. And uh, yeah, so uh, this is similar to Johnny. I, this is pretty much this along with maybe something else that I can't remember that was airing in 2018 was really what got me into seasonal anime. Like I, I'd, I'd been watching a couple shows here and there. I think SAO was probably airing a season during that time, maybe the start of Alicization or something. Um, but yeah, I started watching the season. Yeah, I, I watched the first like three or four episodes, uh, because, and I got caught up to the season, and I was like, oh shit, it's it's not done yet. I need to start watching this week to week. And yeah, uh, the rest is history. I mean, uh, and now I'm a season well, a seasonal watcher. Uh, maybe not anymore. Um, but yeah, they, and it was great. Uh, I I love this show. Um, one of my favorites. Uh, I think the comedy is just right for me. Like what everyone's talked about so far with the um, the the interactions between Mai and Sakata. They are it, it's just such good. It's clever, witty dialogue, and I love that. Um, yeah, again, Sakuto would be so annoying in real life, but because we're watching him interact with other people, it's pretty fun. Uh, it, it's, uh, and, and I don't know, like, like Pete said, the second, uh, because I've, I've watched the series probably like three times through now, but in, in the past, like four years that it's been out. So I, I would say that on multiple watch throughs, it definitely can start seeing the plot holes, can start seeing the, the problems with the show. But I think, uh, I think this show has a lot of charm to it. Uh, I, I, at least I, for me, it does. And um, maybe that's just blind nostalgia, but I, I just, the, the dialogue between all of the characters is great. I, I really grew attached to a lot of them, uh, almost all of them. I didn't really grow attached to Rio, but I could at least understand her, her struggles, uh, just her. Am I the only person who likes Rio? I think she just gets a bad rep because she's the one who has to, who has to tell. It's tough for me. The poor science. It's not then. her fault. The author is fucking bad but at storytelling. Yeah, but she, she is written get, by him. So like, yeah, I like it's her tough. arc. Like it's her, tough. her arc, her, her arc is good. Her yeah. arc is good. Every time she's off that, she says, it, it, remind, it reminds me of like Sakura in Naruto, where they're written like trash, but you want to like the character, but you have to blame the writer but the character is written by the writer. You know what I mean? Like, it's tough. It's a yeah, tough situation. I will, not, I will not stand for Sakura slander on this podcast. I don't necessarily stand, but I don't stand for the slander necessarily, but it's in fact that the female characters in Naruto Oh, yeah, are compared poorly. to the men, or at least, yeah, especially yeah. compared to the male characters, they're written poorly. But either way, that's yeah. neither here nor there, or then and after, or whatever. Um, <laughs> that, that was a great joke. Thanks, Pat. Uh, good transition, too. Let's, why don't we get started right away? So, yeah, now going forward, we will have uh spoilers uh for arcs so again we're probably gonna go arc by arc or at least uh the bigger ones or the main ones uh and we will be talking about spoilers so please keep that in mind um and yeah let's do it uh so why don't we start off with the my arc and for me uh this was my favorite arc uh, i know that this could be the case with a lot of people uh it's the one that really got the show like i don't know i feel like if this show started off with like tomoe or uh 
Rio's arc or anyone else's arc, it would not have taken off and like blown up and and popularity nearly as much um, as it did with the my arc. And uh, I don't know. It was is there any like specific moment for you guys that really like what's the moment that like hooked you on this arc? Because like for me, I think it was uh, on their trip when they were on the uh, when. When uh, Ma, uh, what's his name, Sakata's laying there and talking to Mai in the hotel room or whatever. I think that that was like the scene that really just like, I I was immediately like, oh, I fucking love this show. I need to watch more. I want more. I want I, I want to keep going. I think that's a middle of the second episode. What about you guys? Do you want to go first? I don't know anybody. Anyone wants to go? go? The arc didn't hook me, so someone who it did hook should go. I guess I'll go because like. Obviously, like, I don't know how much of this experience is because of nostalgia, but, like, I've rewatched this show before this time as well, and I think that can largely be attributed to the first arc. I, the thing I love the most is, the char- is, like, the difference between how the two characters think. You know, we have Mai, who's so focused on, like, you know, her public image and all of that, and then we have Sokka, who literally could not care less. You know, it's, like, two completely different mindsets about how they think about the world. And then, you know, it's like, and it's just, again, their dialogue is great. The music is great. And it's just like, it doesn't really, what you think about it, it doesn't really make, like, too much sense logically, you know, trying to explain it with quantum, like, theory and whatever. It's just like, it's all a bunch of BS. But it's just, the way it's all put together, it's just, it's, it's, it, it definitely, like, made me very interested in the show. Yeah, I'm a huge romance snob, and when it comes to, like, tropes where, like, the opposites attract, where, like, Sakata's, like, the loser and buys, like, the super popular girl. Yeah, give that to me a hundred times. Like, I don't care. I, I loved well, how they Mai's just... not that popular. Well, you know what I mean. Literally uh-huh. everyone forgot about you know her. What I, you know what I mean. We're, like... Oh, okay, sorry. She was, like, she was the hot shit or something like that. I guess, like, people... We can get into that later, but for for, <laughs> okay. for, for what I'm saying, like, she's obviously... I should say obviously because th- damn it, Miles, now you got me all flustered. But like, well, yeah. <laughs> like, Mai's the beautiful girl. Like, she's like, yeah, six pack ste- guy is really ugly. Yeah, steps above everybody else. Sakura's like the loser, I guess, at the school because like of the whole incident that happened, and now he's like kind of shunned. And I just I thoroughly enjoy that trope. And just when they had their dialogue and how they came to where they were, like episode was it three where they do like the the, the confessing. I mean, I'm just a sucker for romance. That shit was great to me. Like, uh, give me that shit all day. Stick it into my veins. I'll take that as a drug. Like, I loved it. And it it hooked me. I I think it's a fantastic arc. I think their dialogue is really what sold it for me because it was so different from what you'll, you'll get usually from other rom-coms or from other... You know, usually you'll get the... Um, and maybe this is more in harem shows or whatever, but... Like, at least for me, what made it different when I first watched it was I was like, oh my god, they're actually like bickering with each other or they're or they're going back and forth and talking it's not just main guy says something girl goes ah whatever laughs or or blushes or misunderstands misinterprets like no they were having very i guess natural conversations even though they're very scripted or they feel scripted because of how like they're, they're almost too witty like it's it's closer to a real conversation than like what usually happens in anime in my opinion at least uh that's interesting. I, I will say, to me, it felt like a lot of the times, not all the time, but like a lot of it was just like one-liners building off of each other. It's not to say that the dialogue was bad. It just didn't feel very natural to me. And that's not... I'm not, I'm not saying that as like a critique. I'm saying that as like a... 
it felt very stylized. Like um, there are, there are other shows that do, you know, similar things with their dialogue that, um, you know, it's just not how I would speak because everyone's, it is how I would speak if I had the foresight of being in my shower. You know what I mean? Like every time I talk to someone. Yeah. Yeah. So like, um, that's why it's it's not uh, completely talking to yourself. It, no, but it's it's more natural. Again, it just felt more natural to me than the usual anime bullshit that you you know fills most dialogue scenes. That that I completely okay. agree when though. Comparing that it, is it to very, anime, like, you're honestly probably right because they're like people weren't like grabbing each other's boobs and stuff. So like, right. for yourself, I mean, <laughs> yeah, is that how that works? Ugh. But yeah, like the one upping. That's a good point. Like it, it, they were constantly trying to one up each other, and like that was fun and different from the usual. And, and again, I, I I don't know. Obviously, it's like yeah, you, what you, you I like that comparison. What you think in the shower, right afterwards? You're like, damn, I really should have said this. Uh, that would have gotten them. But who cares? Like that. That's what, that, that's why it was fun because they were actually like constantly going back and forth. Yeah, Miles. Do you want to hear how actual teenagers talk at that age? Because that's not going to be a good time watching. I, I, again, I I wasn't saying it was like a problem with the dialogue. I was just saying that like I had a different impression than it was like natural. Is is what I was saying. I, okay, um, I, I get. You. I, yeah. I pick it. I pick I, it up. I, what you're most people now. don't talk like that, but like it's not completely unbelievable to see. No, it's just like, like if they had you know that like speech 100 meme. It's just like yeah. if people yeah. had that just like constantly. It's, it's like have you um, ever been to like a high school debate? It's like kind of like that. Well, no, because they're not talking way, way, way too fast. No, no, it's like it's like the two. <laughs> it's much it's like, information as possible. When the two smartest people in the class have an argument yeah. about like the, the the answer or whatever, you know. It actually like, it makes sense too in the Tomo arc that uh sakta is that witty and clever actually because he's replayed that day like he, yeah that's a fair point also like, he knows exactly what the situation is like but we can talk about that later mm-hmm. uh but uh but yeah so i want to hear some some naysayers then what, what, what was the the naysaying about this arc for you so what why I, did you hate bunny oh, girl I, senpai okay. i don't i don't hate the my arc and i don't i don't <laughs> hate the show we'll talk about the movie at some point i don't hate the show um but what I wasn't the biggest fan of was even, some of this, some of the witty dialogue is like a little uh, bit much for me. Like when he makes that joke to that, like this girl comes up, she's really mean to him. And then he's like, Hey, are you on your period? Like, it, that's just like a little overdone for me. Like, you know, like I didn't like that. Um, that's like a minor complaint, but I do have an issue with how Sakura doesn't ever seem to progress from that sort of juvenile, sophomoric sort of back and forth throughout the series, uh, especially in relation to Rio. But we can talk about that more um, in her arc. Um, the Mai thing, it's interesting to me because Mai didn't really do any of the heavy lifting in her arc. And I kind of wish that she had. Um, because Sakura comes up to her, they're talking about the issue, and he's just like, this is this was your issue, Mai. You, you had this thing happen, and this thing happened, but you still want to be acting. That's like what you want to be doing. And you're falling away from sight because you're no longer in like the public eye or whatever. And, like, th- this is the thing you, like, really want. And she had some trauma that was associated with her mother forcing her to do something that was, like, a little risque that she didn't want to do because she was a literal child. Um, and 
to me, there was like a lot of stuff that she had to work out, like in my, I guess, like opinion and like what I think they even set up a little bit, like with her mom or, you know, with the industry itself and like her personal relationship to like those things were the catalyst to this puberty syndrome. And I really don't think those things were ever worked out on screen. Um, the resolution was Sakata saying that he loved her um, in such a manner that people had to like observe her or whatever, because of the, the you know, like you are, you only exist if you're observed or whatever deal with it. Um, I'm, I'm going to not get too much into uh, the issues I have with the explanation here, because I think there's another arc that I can get into a little bit more on that, but like that was the issues for me on the, uh, on like the personal side of it, like I didn't hate it, but I would have loved for my to have more character development. I guess I don't. It, it, maybe I'm missing something. Please let me know if I am. But I don't see my. It's not like she doesn't get better. She does, but I would have loved to see that process of her. You know, because the next time we see her, she's just back to acting, and it's okay. Um. You know, and like, I would have loved to see her work things out with her mom, tell her mom how she felt. Um, you know, maybe later on she can like reject something she doesn't want to do and like stand firm or something, you know, like some character growth there, I think would have gone a long way for my, I don't know if that is sensical for you guys, but that those are my thoughts on it. I could see that. Um, to circle back to your first comment, I think the reason he, he makes the period comment is because he's trying to scare her or get her to leave him alone. And, like, he's trying to, like, buy into the incel thing that he is, like, so associated with now. Like, he's considered, like, a... What did he do? Didn't he, like, strip or something like that? What, what was the, the thing that he did um, that, like... Or didn't he attack event? someone? Or he attacked someone. That's what well, it was. No, right? no he didn't so actually he... attack someone. Yeah, but, like, he, people, he, people think, people think yes. he did, yes. And that so that's... He's trying to, like, scare people away because he's just like, you know what, fine, I'm buying into the social reject. I'm, I want... You. And also, that girl need to leave him alone you know he, he, it's it's she's, no, like, she's awful I, she's, she's awful she, too honestly there should have been an arc about getting his friend away from that woman because she's toxic as all hell i, I um, assume the fact that she exists means that uh the art because there are arcs after the movie uh i assume she has to be involved in one of them because like why else would she and the friend exist really i i guess i maybe they do exist for the rio arc but like they hardly do anything you know it feels like that they it feels like they're written in. I liked the friend character were. like a lot. He seemed like a real bro. Um, yeah. But like, um, and I, and I also just like having like another dude around like every once in a while <laughs> in these shows. And so yeah. like he, he filled that it that role like well enough for me not to just be like, like one thing that I think the show gets criticized for that I don't think is true is that it's like harem baity or whatever. It's not um, at all. <laughs> it, it, it is like a very, very teeny amount, but it's not such an amount that I would be like, oh my god. Um, the other girls are like just an obstacle in his way to getting to my. Like, literally, <laughs> he, he, only, he, he only helps them because it gets in his way. Like, do you yeah. think he really would have helped out the second girl if he wasn't restarting the same fucking day every, <laughs> yeah, every I mean, day? I mean, he helps her like, so that he could go to the next day so that he could ask yeah he's, he's really only doing it like at the end of the day they are tool they're used as both by him and the writer as tools to further the plot to get to my like um, yeah 
But like, yeah, I guess like not to get too too far out from like those are my issues with the my arc. I did like like I thought the my arc was cute. The confession scene is obviously like really adorable. Um, him trying so hard to stay awake um, is both equal parts moronic and admirable. Um, because yeah. like you'll die at some point, buddy. <laughs> um, but you know, like I really did like that. Um, you know, I, I thought that was pretty good. Um, but, but, the yeah. the vo- the uh, the writing, uh, the fact that he remembered her as well because of the. You know, like he's looking at his notes or whatever, or he's remembering studying with someone, or remembers yes. studying and looking at his notes and being like, "Who, who is this? Like, why, why do they matter or whatever?" Like, I, I, like I like that that jogged his memory or was like what reminded him of my. I, I thought that that was really clever. Again, that that was one of those moments too where I was just yeah. like, "Hell it's a, yeah!" Like, yeah. inject I like this. It. I think it's like again, like it's cute. I do think it's just like a little poorly written because it doesn't really flow into the cause of her disappearance. I can like, it's not that. completely yeah. unrelated, but it's just like a little more off than I would have liked to see it. Um, I, I think that's a, that, that's a fair criticism. That is, and I agree with you too. I, I didn't really thought about that way that, that my doesn't have a ton of agency in, in her arc in terms yeah. of like actually being well in part, maybe part of that could be her being like, I don't know, giving up or not, you know, she kind of does give up actually. She's like, no, it's okay. You know, fall asleep, whatever. Leave me alone. I'll. Uh, I don't mind. Um, the desire to be seen too. Maybe she could have more actively done something that sparked Sakuda's memory. Like, I don't know exactly what it would be, but like, she could have like tried to affect the world so desperately in some way that it jogs his memory or something. Because that's that's what it was about, right? Like her desire to be noticed and to be seen and stuff. And her. Her trying to do that, she was always a little apathetic. The whole reason they have the bunny girl outfit, right, is so that when someone notices her, she'll she'll know who notices her, right? And so, like, they, they add, like, a relatively okay plot device to the slightly fanservice-y outfit. And, but, but, like, she notices he notices her, and then, like, they don't talk until, like, a week or two later. Like, if I, it just sort of seems a little unrealistic to me. I would have immediately been like, okay, buddy, you can see me. I need to figure out why like because it's it just feels very important um you know yeah. and like i, I know they want to add some of that like tsundere coldness to her she's like one of those like type b tsundere's i think they're called you know who's like they're not really that cold but they're like playful cold or something like that um but i, I don't know i, I just would have liked her to be more investment in the fact that she invested in the fact that she was disappearing like, it just didn't feel like she was really at all until her mom forgot her. And then even after that, she just sort of gave up and accepted her fate until Sakura saved her. Hmm. That's fair. Uh, anyone else got anything on the first arc? Um, so for me on the first arc, it was on my rewatch. It wasn't... I guess because now, uh, since I've watched Bunny Girl Senpai, I've watched Snafu, I've rewatched Monogatari, and I've and Snafu is finished. Uh, like, I guess it has kind of uh, 
I guess having a show with as much plot development, I mean, character development as uh, Snafu versus uh, versus here or Monogatari being as uh, as off the fucking walls insane as it is and like going into each uh, character interaction as a almost like as like an actual scene well it is a scene but like as like an action scene and like a, an action show or shonen show or whatever like having that be the mainstay of the of the show what brings the show home like it feels a lot more it doesn't feel like it's as I guess put together as well as the other two because Monogatari is just it's fun in an insane way where the main character is as fucking crazy and Safu is just like it understands how people work and then this one is kind of like almost like if one of the writers of like the Marvel Universe type thing uh, made an anime. That's that's kind of like how I feel about it because it's like it, it like you guys said it's kind of like having that uh, <laughs> being in the shower while you're talking. Yeah, the Snarky one-liner yeah. sort of Marvel Tony Stark Doctor Strange dialogue. Yeah, exactly. Um, and because of that, it it because of that and the slowed down pace, it feels like a it feels like they mixed the two together and it didn't come out great. Hmm. Fair enough. All right. Uh, so let's move on to the Tomoe arc next and that's the uh, so that'll be the second arc let's talk about that arc uh for me i really enjoyed this one i thought the the kicking in the ass scene was really funny um i don't normally like the the tomboy girls or whatever either uh but i thought Tomoe was was really fun and i like that she was actually pretty smart too about how you, you know she she's aware that socket is aware that she's manipulating him or that she's like whatever you want to say like she's like the, the reason for this groundhog day essentially right like um and she doesn't care though you know she's like it just no i i need it for myself i'm emotionally invested in this i want this to happen or whatever i i liked that a lot i thought it was cool that she was like honest with herself or at least honest in that sense even if she's being dishonest to like the world or or, or whatever you want to say i don't know like i i always think it's cool to see a character be a little bit selfish in in like romantic or whatever you want to call these social relationships. Uh, what do you guys think about uh, the Tomoe arc? I like the Tomoe arc, honestly. I really, I'd say it was probably one of my favorite parts overall. I really liked Tomoe as a character. Um, I liked, I felt the way that it wrapped up was really good, especially like with him realizing what the hell was going on and like her confronting him. I don't know. I feel like in another anime that could be something that takes up like a whole core of a show and doesn't even really get that old if you have the characters developed well. Uh, I liked the... my favorite anime. Huh? <laughs> oh, I see. Uh, I also liked the rumor aspect that they had going on and like him sticking up for her. 
I thought the dialogue was a little bit cringe when he, like, kicked him and was like, I stepped I... in poop the other day, by the way. Like, oh, okay. And honestly, that dude should have knocked the shit out of him, probably with the size difference. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, overall, I really enjoyed it, honestly. Like, it was really good. Uh, Johnny, you had oh. something? Oh, uh, yeah, I'll say it was like... I I do also like, you know, how, like, this girl is, like, the very stereotypical, like, high school girl. Because, like, that's, that's, because that's the thing she, the only thing she knows how to do. And then it's Sokka, who's just, again, it's, like, the whole, like, through it, opposite yeah. thing. It's, like, he literally does not care one yeah. bit. So he's just, like, like, knowingly, like, kind of being mean to her, but, like, in a way, not, like, in a way where, like, he wants to, like, you know, be a dick to her. Which I know makes no sense, but how do I explain this? Well, he 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 does what he needs to do for her. He's there he, to support he's her in the way honest, that she I needs to be supported yeah, he, and to be true to himself in the same way, right? Yeah, like he lets honest, her down he, in the correct mm. way. I, he he yeah. lets her accept like no reality, basically. Yeah, it, yeah. Like I I really like that arc as well. Yeah, nice. Uh, sorry, Kat, you had something as well. So for me, uh, I guess I'm. I guess I feel like I'm going to be the only person that's going to be slightly negative with this one. Uh, I'm so... with you, Kat. Huh? I'm with you. Oh, okay. Good. Uh, just glad I'm not alone. This this one just kind of felt... I... Going from an arc that felt compared to Sin Jogahara, because, I mean, I... Like, after watching the snafu and... Uh, and Monogatari, like, it's hard not to compare the two. Like, compare the three, I mean. Uh, the first arc being an arc about a chick who's going through something that the main character finds out. Like, it's kind of very close together. And then just throughout the whole thing and being the supernatural shit. Uh, and then just having the dialogue being, you know, the same is being the mainstay of the show is like one and the same for both shows and except for them. Anyway. Um, so my thing about the character, the, the chick in this one is that she, I feel like if the, I feel like kind of like how Jay said, uh, if they had the, if they had the characters for it, this art could have gone for a full core. But I think that they didn't have the exact characters for it. And because of it, it kind of felt like it it dragged on a little bit too long for me. Uh, like, having... I understand having, like, having everything going on and having this dude help you out so much. And then the day starting over and starting over and starting over. Uh, and him having to let her down. It becomes almost just I feel like if it had ended on the second day like on on him actually just being like okay I gotta do this and knowing who he is and I think this is kind of meant to be character development but like almost like Miles said like he doesn't really improve past that point uh he I feel like where he is right now, where he is at this 
point at this persona, if he's been playing into that so long, he would have been as blunt as possible in the beginning and just said, fucking leave me alone. And like, I think that's why I, it didn't, I think it kind of jumped the gun with, uh, with character development, but didn't stick with it in a way. And I, and I, I, I'm not sure if I if I'm the only person that feels this way. Uh, Miles, you seem like you want to say something. Oh, well, so like I, I guess like I he he can't do that because she has complete control over uh, when that it, happens. It's so her he, syndrome. He, he has yeah. to use a deft hand because if he's just rude to her, she'll just restart again. Um, a, as for my thoughts on this, this one is a little like flipped from my my one. Um, I thought Tomoe has a chance to learn that she has to, she can't avoid her problems, right? That's like what she learned. She has to address them head on. And we see her do that when she rejects the kind of douchey jock guy at like the end of it, she goes back and, and, and does that. Right. And she, she gives up, so to speak, the the little dream life that she had in order to like go and confront her stuff. That was good. This arc is, I think the biggest example of why the, their use of quantum theory and stuff is, is detrimental to the show. I've been reading a lot of people's opinions on this because I was curious, and a lot of people just said, like, ignore that. Ignore that it's bad. But this show, this arc is my best example of why you, you can't just do that. So this is Laplace's demon, which is the concept that if you have an all-knowing demon or omniscient being that knew the position and momentum of every molecule in the universe, it would be able to perfectly divine the future. Um, because physics exists. Now, that's actually not super true, but regardless, that's the idea behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, Tomoe's experience is essentially the exact opposite of that. It denies a static future. Um, it de- it She is changing variables um, because she can. The, the future is moldable. She is able to attempt many things with it. Now, why does it matter that this got wrong? Because they use this reasoning to discover her. Futaba says, you know, he says to Futaba, I'm reliving the same day over and over again. And she's like, someone, Alopolis's demon is doing this because of, you know, X, Y, and Z. And then he goes, well, that's not me. And she says, well, there must be someone else who's doing it. And then they go and immediately find Tomoe. So the entire plot is propelled by this misunderstanding and misapplication of the physics um so to me that's why it it hurts it and it it, it, depending on the arc it's more and less important but when futaba gives these um essentially exposition dumps if they're based on faulty logic the decisions that these characters are making are not sensical but it still works out because of how it's written and that's one of the bigger issues in the story for me that being said i did enjoy this arc because uh i thought the characters were good in it so um you know that's my thought there we were a little short on time this is quite a complex show to talk about so unfortunately i can't get into my full feelings for it but i did want to get those thoughts out i think that that's a big complaint for the show that i think Anyone who's watched it will will have because like even I they literally just could have said it was magic. They literally just could have said it was magic. I wish they had. (laughs) Yeah, it. I mean, instead of trying to have science behind it and failing, they they try and it just doesn't work. In like almost any of the arcs, I don't think a single one of them did they use like they didn't do Schrodinger's cat right either. I don't think right. Uh, Uh, No, they did not. 
they, uh, I, I remember that. Well, see, that's the thing. Like, Laplace's Demon, I didn't know enough to know that that was wrong, right? Like, and the first arc, I didn't know the physics behind it enough to... Um, they kind of do quantum entanglement sort of right in this one, but then they ruin it in the movie. Mm. Okay, um, well, I, I, <laughs> see, I, won't, I wouldn't have known that. But I did know Schrodinger's Cat well enough to be like, this This isn't Schrodinger's Cat. Like, what, what's going on here? What are they... What are they doing? Um, I don't know. I that it's like definitely the the weakest part of the show is that aspect, which is why which why poor Rio gets so so much hate uh, or so much like discourse around her. I think because she's the well, one. She's an exposition it. machine, but the exposition is wrong half the time. It's, it's yeah. very confusing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Wait, Rio, really, that's why it's her. wrong. Is because there's a high school girl giving you the physics. <laughs> In the movie, she does read. Uh, quantum physics for dummies and i thought that was pretty funny um so you yeah. walked in and she's she's reading that and i thought it's funny and honestly quantum physics is massively difficult so you know it, it makes sense yeah. but don't make it the applications cr- anyways let's talk about rio's arc shall we yeah so rio's arc <laughs> yeah. this one uh i i liked how uh for me at least i, I liked how she struggled with this like second identity that she had made or whatever and that she was like, at one point, she was like, oh, shit, I need to get rid of this. But that's not how the Internet works. And that's like a real problem that I think a lot of people don't uh, don't realize that they might encounter. You know, it's a lot, especially a lot of young people that have grown up with the Internet just always being around or, or whatever. Um, they, they don't think before they post or they they do things that they, you know, for whatever you want to say. Like, not that she should have been shamed for what she was doing, but it was risky. It was something that she hadn't really thought about all of the. The negatives that could have been there um and i, I thought it was fun having to, or her two like separate personalities uh I, I also do think though that this is probably the weakest arc in terms of um my interest level i don't know i was ready for it to be done that I, this is my yeah, favorite i, I know really? yeah this, uh, this might be my favorite yeah, too. My, i like this one what the fuck Why, yeah, my least favorite one was the next one after this okay yeah the sister one is the other of my yeah so the the, the sister one also i did not like very much sister either. learned she's objectively worse than her other sister yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that one is funny <laughs> she has to get better <laughs> That yeah. is, it is funny. Honestly, I mean, the the TLDR of the sister arc is skill difference. Get good. <laughs> like, <laughs> it really is. Uh, Do better. Uh, but anyway, so so what did you guys like about the real arc then that I seem to have missed or disliked? I don't know. Pete, I, I'm curious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My, Miles can Miles can uh, tag team with me on this one because he's seen Kageki Shoujo. And it's one reason why I love Kageki Shoujo. This arc just felt real. Like it's a real thing. Her, she's been dealing with like people judging her physical appearance her entire life. And uh, yeah. she has a split personality, I guess, in a, in a sense, because of this is what she's gone through. And that's kind of what Kageki Shoujo does. It's like, not this isn't the fantasy style of, um, like, my kind of, like, disappearing from existence or whatever. This is, like, real yeah. shit. Like, a real thing girls go through. And I just, like, yeah. really loved how... Um, like that connection was made because like, this is like timely even now. I mean, this was made in like 20, whatever, like still timely to this day. And it's going to be timely as long as social media exists and stuff like that. And to me, I just felt like this was like a real character going through real shit. And that's kind of like what I loved about it. Okay. Jay, do you want to go? Yeah. Just to bounce off of that. Like, I think I've mentioned this in another like episode that we reviewed, but I've had people close to me say like, yeah, if you are, a, you know, 
someone who is born a young woman and you develop early, that shit can fuck up your whole life in a lot of ways because of like societal pressure and, you know, people looking at you like you're a grown woman because of your body and stuff like that and treating you like a sex object, even though you are a child. So I think it was very, I think that was handled very well. Yeah. Definitely uh, thought that they handled that in a super respectful way compared to some of the other things that they kind of do in this. What I liked about it is they made it very clear that both of those women were Rio, right? Yes. That, that, that they were both her. Because they start off with the thinking that the deviant one isn't her. That's the idea, right? Like, this is not her. But then he talks to her in a rare moment of empathy from Sakuda yeah. and learns that it is her, right? That she's been going through these issues. And this is like, that. this one I just think is handled very well. Like it, mm. it, at least within the confines of its own arc. Um, like to me, you know, someone can be this girl who's desperate for attention and confused about her body. And also the smart, um, well put together person like that can be the same person we all struggle sometimes right we all have our issues and i thought that was like a very elegant way uh to put it um the thing that i don't like following this is that rio um talks to sakuda about how she feels uncomfortable because she matured early and men have been sexualizing her her whole life and it makes her feel gross and then he continues to sexualize her <laughs> throughout the rest of the series. And Pat, this is what I was talking about when I was hoping for some development on his part. Um, because they are jokes. They are playful. They are meant from a friendly place. But you can it's possible to... People have different tolerances for these things. And when you learn that your friend has struggled with this, maybe the last line of the entire series shouldn't be about how big her boobs are. (laughs) Um, You know, and like that, that, that was it for me. And it's just like, it it wants to have its cake and eat it too. It wants to make the funny anime boob jokes and stuff, which I get, but like, it also wants to show this character growth, but like our main character doesn't learn anything. Um, at least through this, you know, particular say, through, through the original series, he doesn't learn anything. I think, but that that well, he that... he learned some stuff in the movie. We can talk about that later. But right. like, well, I mean, that, as far as like, learns, I think, though, right? Yeah. His, but I don't think like this is addressed, right? This isn't like a topic that he learns about, and it's certainly a flaw that he has. Um, that being said, I I really did enjoy this arc, um, which is interesting because in every episode, this isn't this episode. I hate Rio are these two episodes, but I, I did very much enjoy her in these two. So. Yeah. All right. Uh, why don't we move on to the sister arc then uh, with uh, my sister? Uh, God, I can't remember. Nakano. Was that her name? Am I remembering that right? Uh, maybe I'm way oh, off. That sounds Kaede. Something like that. Kaede. Nodoka. Oh, hi, Wrong hi. sister cat. Yeah. No, oh. no, Nodica. Okay, the my, oh. my sister. I was close. Okay. Unfortunately, we're gonna have to do unless anyone has something that they really liked about this one. Let's go over it quickly because we are a little short on time. I just like the real shit about this one as well. I I, I think dealing with like uh, divorce and stuff like that is just really handled really well. Just wanting the acceptance of a sister. So I was a big fan of this one. I can't believe they faked me out at first, and the first time they, the idols performed, they just cut it, and then the second time they made me watch that whole thing, and it was shit. Uh, 
Yeah, well, I appreciated how they animated the dances and didn't use. The, yeah, I mean that was fine, but you know it's like not <laughs> everybody has not everybody has to do a chica dance. Not everybody has to try to make a chica dance a thing in their. Well, their this was before the chica dance. I know, so. yeah. but still, but still, all right. Then Haruhi dance. I believe this the was Haruhi a- dance was what really is the origin. The of original that, chica dance. Yeah, whatever. Um, so for me, what I I think was fun about this arc was the fact that. And right again, I didn't like it as much because it it just felt like it dragged. I thought the conclusion of it was really fun with the box. Like he don't she opens the box and sees that oh she cares about her, she loves her, whatever, and then it it fixes the problem or whatever. But what I really liked was that um, Notica is forced to face the fact that yeah, like we talked about a little bit earlier, that her sister's just good at what she does. Like that's and her the source of her problem isn't going to be fixed by being jealous. It's going to be fixed by either improving yourself or just acknowledging like the truth and rather than lying to yourself and just saying like, Oh, it's, it's because she's gotten the better favor or whatever. Like, it, See, I, I don't even that. know if that's true though, because like her mom didn't, it, it, it's tough because like her mom didn't love her because she wasn't successful kind of. And then she's like, but she was doing something. She like, they actually never addressed this because Sakuda, I ju- I'm just realizing this. I'm sorry. I know I said we should make this quick, but Sakuda says like you need to, like, do things you enjoy, and we have no idea if she quits that idol troop or not, or finds something that she likes, or she starts practicing better. We have no idea what happens to that woman. Hmm. Um, uh, I guess I'll go. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, but I'll I'll say she. It's not that she doesn't enjoy it. She's gone. She's said on record that she actually likes being an idol. It's just the fact that, like, she feels inferior. So, like, if that's your, if that's your question about her, like, does she, like, find something she enjoys? Like, she's always enjoyed this. She just didn't enjoy being constantly compared to her sister, you know? Yeah. And, and yeah. That is the big thing, is, like, being compared constantly and yeah. realizing you know, that it's okay to be different or inferior in certain ways you're better in others or, or whatever you might want to say which of course yeah. she doesn't necessarily got get their proven, strengths but... and weaknesses i love all of you equally oh thank you jay wish i felt oh. the same that's way. the real uh, j well, factor that is the j factor right yeah there. maybe the real j factor was the friends we the made friends we made the along the way God damn it. believe it <laughs> believe it uh all right let's move on to the Ka- uh, kaide arc because i think that that's important for setting up for the movie uh, especially because that'll be part of our discussion as well uh the other this, sister. <laughs> yes, the other sister. The uh, So this is an arc that we had a lot of, maybe not disagreement about, but we uh, we talked a lot about how we felt about how the resolution of it happened or whatever. I, I, I guess I, I, I don't even know how to describe the conversations we were having earlier today. I just didn't get being that sad. Like, I, I understand that he's sad. It feels like a very bittersweet moment to me when the real Cade comes out again, mm-hmm. um, because he got to know the other one and helped her through her issues and stuff. Uh, but to me, the even though she was improving, the other Cade is a uh, a woman who didn't leave the house for two years. Who was, can I stop you real quick? Yes, because she says her name in third person throughout the entire show. It's Kai. She's un- Kaide. Yeah. She, she literally says her name in third person yeah, so many like, times. That's the yeah. only reason I'm mentioning it. He never <laughs> says I. Um, I did like how they foretold this a bit uh i i did think they sprung the amnesia on us like a little suddenly like yeah. surely that would have come up at some point 
Um, yeah, that's very <laughs> true. Actually, I never thought about that. Uh, what, that the, what that the amnesia is just very conveniently. Yeah, like, like, yeah, like he just like never mentioned. They to never his even offhandedly mention it. Like, like his sister or his girlfriend was ever like, "Hey, like, what is your favorite memory with your brother?" You know what I mean? Like that sort of like the the conversation never came up that she couldn't remember eighty percent of her life. Um. I thought that I, I could have sworn that they or Sakata at least mentioned it to to Mai, but maybe maybe not. Um, because no, I, I she never remember. did before. She mentioned no, they, did. they don't elaborate when they're on the on beach. It. They don't when the friend comes it, up though. and Kaid. 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 Doesn't You guys have been saying Sakata wrong this whole time too. Yeah, you guys Sakata. keep saying Sakuna, and I keep thinking of like the guy from JJK. Just, Hell yeah, like, that'd be, not, it'd be cooler if he was. It would be cooler if he was. <laughs> Such of a dick, you know. Like no, no. Um, and so for me, what I like, uh, so I guess, uh, and Miles, this is where you and I and and Johnny disagree a lot. Uh, I viewed Kaide, the the second one, or, or the the memory one, as a, as a completely different person or personality, right? That um, and so I. Uh, I think Sakta felt bad that uh, that Kaide, who was trying so hard to improve and to become a better person and to try to change, even if her whole existence is fucked and is terrible, he still feels bad for her and feels sympathy and remorse for the fact that she was never able to experience, you know, the things that she wanted to. Or well, whatever. she got she checked off all her goals. That's why she disappeared. She didn't finish her. She fun- didn't finish all her goals. What goal didn't she finish? Didn't go to school. She did. That was, that's actually the thing. go to she, school though. Like she, they count it. They talk about it. I, I'm pretty sure that the she never checks off the last thing in her in her book. I'm pretty sure that, that that was like one of the things, and it's like because she she went to school, it it worked or whatever. But I I, don't know, I just remember it was like, oh yeah, tomorrow I can't wait to do something else or or whatever, and then bam, tomorrow she's suddenly healed again. I I could have sworn that that's what happened in the arc, but um, I, I either way like. I, I think that that's the whole point was uh, that's why he was mourning it like that. And that's the way I viewed it, too. Yeah, like, I, 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 really... get, like I, I do get that. I, I my thought was like he probably should have been a little bit happier that the sister he knew for the vast majority of his life was back. Um, it was also it, a sister he didn't get along as well with, though, to be, you know, like it, it was someone who. Um, it, yes, yeah, because the other one wanted to was. <laughs> very unhealthy i i know i know but like in the moment you might be like damn the sister that i had grown really close to and had never once done anything creepy with or anything like that because he was very against that which is what made that scene acceptable and made her existence like fine throughout the show i thought at least like the the whole point is that he feels he felt very attached to that person and I don't know. I wouldn't blame him if he felt more attached, just because that person was nicer to him and was was more like closer to him at that moment. Especially, you know, obviously he, he part of that that whole lesson is learning to be closer to his sister, right? Learning to be a better person for her. Um, I think, and I, I think that that gets brought up in the in the show. Yeah. I do feel bad for his mom who couldn't handle the pressure of her getting sick and. And then she just gets better. Um, yeah, <laughs> sucks to be her. Yeah. Um, okay, so do we want to move to the movie then? Yeah, I feel like we should. Is it over an hour already? Uh, we yes. are like at We're like an hour. an hour and six minutes or so. Well, we started a little bit late. Um, true, 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 true. There's some right. bloopers right. that aren't in the final cut. Yeah. Yeah, so we should that... probably just talk about the movie now. <laughs> 
Okay, who wants I agree. To start All right, well, we can. Well, yeah. So this, so we gotta keep in mind too. When this series was first announced and released, the movie was already announced as well. Like it was announced, oh, the series is coming out and a movie is coming, which doesn't happen very often, especially back then, four years ago. It was not normal for anime to get movies like it is now, which is a good thing, honestly. That it's nice that it's a new a thing now. But uh, but yeah. So I, uh, the story definitely didn't feel complete because uh, we didn't get the resolution on what what the hell is up with his chest we didn't get resolution on shoko the dreaming girl and uh we started to get resolution on kaede but not not a complete one right so that that's where the show um i think took to a whole new level by it blew my that movie i remember going to see it in person um i went to a theater up in boston i could not i i, I was so blown away by it I, I could not believe that like you know, like the scene with Mai, I thought Mai shined throughout this movie. I thought um, even Shoko, as much as I was like rooting against her, I was like, no, stay away. You know, don't don't get in between Sakta and Mai. Here we are, rooting for Shoko, feeling bad for her, feeling sympathy, whatever. I I don't know. I thought I I thought the movie was like one of the best things ever at the time when I saw it, and I, I think it still held the test of time because I've watched it multiple times since. Uh, what do you guys think? I guess I'll go. So, yeah, like, I unfortunately did not get to see it in theaters like you. I wish I did, but, you know, things happen. And, well, like, I do like, I I like the plot, but also at the same time, I really, and this is, like, just a personal thing, I really hate time travel that gets to the, like, the convoluted level of time travel. It's like, oh, we gotta go into this timeline to stop this, and then go back to the past to stop this, so something can affect the future, but then you create a paradox, but it doesn't do that because it's anime, and it has to be like this. It's just, like, I really don't like that kind of, that kind of story. It's, like, very ass-pull a lot of times. It's like, I feel, it just serves the purpose of whatever the author feels like the purpose that it needs to serve. It's just, it's, it's plot convenience to me, and it's like, even though I like the story, I don't like how it was executed. You know, it's just... I, I just wish it didn't have to involve time travel. That's my opinion. I'm not usually a fan of time travel either, but I, I didn't mind it as much in this show. Again, maybe because I was just blinded by how much I liked the show. Um, but I, I, I also didn't mind... Uh, I, I liked... Uh, the way that they, they I, I, for, for whatever reason, I just, I, I like the way they approached it. I, I, don't, I don't even know how else to say it. Like, it's just, uh, it didn't, like, stand out to me as horribly as a plot convenience or as horribly of a, um, you know, just paradox, right? Because you but, can never do time travel perfectly or yeah, right. Yeah, like, right? I understand that. With, yeah. Like, Unless it, you it watch makes... Steins Gate, which it does it perfectly. Well, you can do time travel perfectly. The Avengers movies did it as well. Yeah, see, see, that... That way, like, that was fine because there's no was that shit post? Was that shit post? No, 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 it's gen- no, I don't think he was shit posting. It's like genuinely good. But it's just- oh, I don't know. Um, it depends on what you ascribe like, to time. We don't really know what time is. It's pretty hard. Time is um, relative. Did you have anything to say on this? Yeah, okay, okay so this is a lot like. Wait, yeah, what? saving you for last. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Miles, yeah, Miles you're definitely going last. This reminds me, okay. uh, we were talking about it before recording, it reminds me of a lot of Violet Evergarden where, um, like, an emotional impact to me outweighs kind of, like, all the plot holes I was missing. I just thoroughly enjoyed, like, the emotional aspects of this movie. 
Um, I've seen it before. I still cried when I watched it again for the second time, even though I knew exactly what was going to happen. And that, to me, that means something. And I, I really kind of like sort of the message, sort of not the message of like adolescence, uh, wanting a future, um, being afraid of like a lot of things that are going to happen. And just kind of what Shoko went through was, Odd at times, but I, I think her heart was in the right place. And to me, I just I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. All right, Miles, now you can tear it apart. Uh, no, I, I you're, you, when you said her heart was in the right place, I because because yeah, her heart that, that's uh, funny. Her heart doesn't work. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it is in the right place. It's just a bad heart. <laughs> yeah, mine too, actually. Um, not as bad though. Um, yeah. So I got okay. dark. I I want to. Uh, I'll be okay. Um. So, uh, okay, Pat, I, I've, I've thought very long and hard about this, okay? And this is going to sound hyperbolic. I understand. And I want to promise you uh, that it is not, and that I have thought about it. I've talked to my wife about this. Um, Echo Chamber. I, I've talked to... No, no, Kayla didn't watch it. Um, okay. <laughs> um... This, I think, is my least favorite movie of all time that I have ever watched. Wow. Um, it's extremely hyperbolic. No, <laughs> I told you it would. Um, hey, do, the, do the ending thing. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love I, um, this shit. What are you talking about? <laughs> I, I hate this movie. Um, and I haven't been able to stop thinking about it since I watched it. And so it's I just perfect blue for you. There you go. It, That's perfect. I, yeah, it's yeah. It's like it's like that, but I hate it. Um, um to, to me, this was like the most hollow experience of my entire life. The ending ruined anything. Anything that this movie could have said to me. The fact that there was no price to be paid for all of this. All of Sakuda is that how I say his names? Sakuda. All of his anguish about deciding who to save. Should he save himself and be selfish so that he can live a life with Mai? Should he sacrifice himself like what happens in Timeline Prime? None of that mattered. It didn't matter because it, she, Shoko fixed it all. She just did everything's fine. He didn't even lose the memories. He got them back. Everything was fine. And like, it was all a dream. The entire series was a dream. It, that's like literally bad plot twist 101. In fact, it was a dream inside a dream. But we just started there. It would be like if in Inception, we just like learned Inception was a thing and then they hopped out of two dreams or something. It is just so bad. Um, Like, one, the only thing that changed from them never meeting Shoko was that her heart disease got cured, which is insane to me. Shoko was the catalyst for so many things. One, Sakura would have never been a loner had he never talked to Shoko or given his heart to Shoko, right? That was the entire thing that started that, that made him who he was, that he should be a completely different human being. Um, but he's not. Um, he's the same. He still found Mai. Their interactions were the same. He still helped everyone, even though he never personally went through any sort of puberty syndrome. He still had his sisters to go through, admittedly. However, 
when he was despairing during that, the way that he made it through was with the support of Shoko. That didn't happen. How did he get through? I want to know how he ended up this person because you erased everything that happened in the series with this ending. Everything that I cared about is gone. Everything. Every moment that I empathized with is gone. It erased all of it. I just, it was just too much for me. I, I just couldn't deal with something that was supposed to be about making hard decisions, accepting loss, and all of this stuff that are very key themes in life just being wrapped up in such a tidy bow. It made the entire experience ring hollow for me. Um, be, because honestly, did he even need to suffer like that? Did Shoko just make him do that for no reason? What was this? Like, why do this to the poor man? Because I don't think she needed to do that. <laughs> like, he, he and so many other people had a very bad, bad time. It, like, that scene of him when he realized that he was trying to be too self-sacrificing and killed everyone he fucking cared about. And he, this is another thing. She lets him wait like four days. She's alive. He is suffering for days thinking he killed not only Shoko, but also Mai and that he fucked up entirely and there's nothing he can do about it. And then four days later, she's like, Hey, what's up? I'm actually still alive, so I'm going to teach you how to time travel. The way you time travel is going to sleep. And like, what? And, and, but also, she doesn't even tell him this is all a projection of... And then also Futaba says that she didn't, she didn't go to the future. She didn't come from the future. She like arrived at the future. But then how did she know everything about everything that happened in the past if she arrived at the future and didn't didn't go through this stuff. There's just, there are a lot of plot holes in this movie. Uh, what I'm going to say, Pat, is what I think you resonated with. I felt for Mai and Sakura in this, it had me feeling things. I was so ready to give this movie like an eight. I was excited. It was good. And then at the fucking last second, it rips my heart out and tells me everything I cared about was fucking stupid. And I just, it, it was insulting to me. That, that is how I saw it. Like, I <laughs> thank you. Bravo, Pete. bravo. Well, I I have no way to respond to this because it's like, well, I don't re I don't remember it that well, and I don't. I the way you it feels like you described a completely different movie to me in hindsight. Like I I, I don't know. It's weird, but like I I can see where you're coming from and like how that could make you feel that way. So I I I don't know. Like I don't even know what to say. Well, how um, did you view the ending when she's just alive and then he's just like, "Oh, I remember everything." And then the movie's over. I I kind of was just like, "Oh, she so maybe that was his puberty syndrome of him having to you know, uh, deal with the fact that he wasn't like solely responsible. Like it, it, once he came to terms with him uh or, or or like once he came to terms with the fact that he he is not in complete control or whatever, and that he can't control all of those things. I thought it was. I thought she was like a dream. I thought that that's what she was. I to be honest, at the end, I didn't realize that she was like actually alive. I, I thought that she was like a, a. Well, Mai talks about her, right? Mai says like, "Oh, is that someone you know?" And he says no, and then he looks back, and then he remembers everything, and then Shoko is all like happy about it. So the canonical explanation for this is that like the different 
projections that Shoko does of the future bleed into reality. It, I, it must be like a time is relative sort of thing because like, um, because Shoko's like stuck in fourth grade or whatever in like timeline prime, right? Nothing in the series has happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, so like Sakura has dreams of Shoko at various points in his Shoko-less life. And so, like, my thought is, like, maybe Shoko gives him the same advice or whatever in those dreams. But to me, that just loses so much value. You know, meeting a stranger on the beach who helps you through something is something that I feel like if it not necessarily has happened to us, but we've all met someone at the right time in our lives. You know what I mean? We needed someone and we've stumbled upon them. And, like, to me, that's just so different than dreaming it. And, like, he even talks about this. He says, please don't take away my memories of you when she's talking about doing this um, at the end on in the ICU unit. And, and she does. Um, and it, uh, to me, it was just so, so it was such the easy way out because throughout this entire heart wrenching saga, uh, we didn't ever really have to be sad because no one ever had to die. Um, <laughs> Correct. You know? Yeah. Shoko is the and, puppet master. Yeah. And, and she like, I guess big brains it a bit, but like, it seems unnecessarily cruel. Like it changes who Shoko is. If she put through people through this torment to live, you know what I mean? Like that makes her, and that's not what she did, but that's like, I think a, a way to interpret the actions in a, in a, in a way. And I think Pat, this is sort of like, I don't, know, I, I, I don't take this offensively. If I, if I word this incorrectly. Okay. This is what I'm going to say. Already. The, the, you've I don't already think the okay. way that you watched the movie and Pete watched the movie is like wrong because I, th- sometimes you can just, uh, just get Ignore swept the up with the, with the emotion in the moment. And that is, that is good, and that is a thing I should do more often. Um, but that is not a thing that I, I do very easily. Uh, I, I'm a very... I think too much. I'm, <laughs> you know, like the nitty-gritty of everything. And, like, to me, that, that just, like, it, it cheapens it a bit. Because it, it's just... And I don't think this was intentional. I just think it was kind of poorly written as far as the the logic of the story the emotion of the story i think is very well written um but the i think he had things he wanted us to feel but he couldn't quite get us from a to b to c to d um i think pete said something like this earlier um, yeah yeah like they wrote the and they wrote the ending first and then they tried to fill in the gaps throughout the movie and they just kind of like missed the mark on how they were going to actually get to that conclusion. It's like if you're a journey or a destination kind of person, you know, <laughs> like it's it's like two different ways to do it. But like just for me, I, I, you know, I don't know. It just it 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 felt it, it took away everything that I had felt through the series because none of it ever happened. Really, it was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine, you know? Salt and pepper um, and heavy D up in the limousine, I get you. Um, and, like, that's why, that is why I typed Y, Y, Y in all caps. I actually 
screamed out loud when that happened out of exasperation. <laughs> so, um, you know, it, it's kind of like, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, you know, that, that, that is, that is how I, I watched this movie and like that, that is why I, I hate it as much as I do. Um, uh, because it, to me, it, it, it just sort of insulted my time, I guess, like my investment. It made me fo- feel foolish for caring about the characters. Um, and I didn't like that. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. That's my response. Sorry. Very well said. I, I, I can definitely see where you're coming from in, in hindsight, but I had a really good time with the movie. No, that, and honestly, I and I, I truly do mean this. Yeah. That is what matters. <laughs> no, I, um, I know. Like, I, I, I can get where you're coming from, though, for sure, where it's like, oh, this, yeah, was not, it kind of retconned everything and made it feel like it shouldn't have mattered. So I can, I, I can, I can see what you mean. Like, it, it was definitely... Yeah, if I if I looked at it more critically, I would have probably been more mad at it. But I I at in the in the moment watching it, I could not have been more happy um with how the movie was going and like what happened in it. I don't know. I I just remember being like, "Whoa. This is incredible." Um but yeah, let's uh Yeah, this feels like Violet Evergarden all over again. Um Oh, well, you didn't watch the movie for that one, yeah. So. <laughs> I Really should. It's the second least favorite movie. I don't know. If, I don't know if I want them to anymore. Honestly, um, I'm kidding. Eventually, he's uh, gonna get to it. I, 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 de- like Violet Evergarden. I had. I, I thought that the plot devices were like a little turned up to a hundred. Like, I get the whole she's a she's a tool thing. I think they just like made that way too extreme for me to you're a tool. Yeah, fair enough. Um, <laughs> but like Violet Evergarden is like a very well written story for the most part so like i can't see me yeah. not liking this that movie as much as i dislike this movie um but, so all right well either way we uh let's move on to our uh our closing thoughts and our final scores uh you can throw your best girl in there as well let's keep things moving here we are running long but it's a good thing for such a uh, love series by a lot of uh the members of the show and and the community as well uh, so Miles, why don't you start us off? I know you were just talking a lot, but um, yeah, okay, I can do that. I, okay. I feel bad, uh, but if you don't mind, just give me your final score, best girl as well, and the anything else you think we missed. Is this a combined score? Yeah, I've been aver- I averaged yes, them, but I'm going to say what I gave both of them because my I have a pretty stark difference between my two. Um, so, uh, my best girl is. God, fuck it. I don't know. Rio. Just for her two episodes. Oh, Ignore yeah. the rest of her. Um, I, I'm willing yeah. to do that. I can do that. I'll put my Hell head yeah. in the sand for the Hell rest yeah. of it. See? Um, Agenda over facts. Yeah, I also don't like how she uses lab equipment to make coffee, but whatever. That's very responsible. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I gave the series a, a six, but it was like a pretty fun six. Um, it just had too many plot holes and not enough character development for what I think the series was trying to do, in my opinion, but characters overall were pretty good. Lots of witty dialogue, things like that. I gave the movie a two. Um, I I just did not like the movie. It made me feel dumb for enjoying the series like I did. It made me feel dumb for getting upset at the movie when sad things were happening. I did laugh when I got hit by a car, but um, (laughs) that was just sort of out of shock. Um, So I guess like that brings my average to a four. 
Um, so that is what we will write down for this. Holy shit. Okay. Yeah, um, sorry, buddy. <laughs> wow. I, I was thinking like, oh, maybe like a seven, six, something like that was where you'd end up. But wow. Um, I did end up there on the series. The movie. The, 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 in the series would have been a seven if the movie didn't happen. So, um... <laughs> And that doesn't add up, but okay, fair enough. Um, all right, uh, Kat, what about you? So, for my uh, best girl, first off, uh, I'm probably gonna have to go with my mainly because she seems she she was a mainstay throughout the show, and I think oh. Like, although I like some of the other girls, uh, like, a bit more during their arcs, Mai was a little bit more constant throughout it, and she was, like, either less offensive or uh, more enjoyable, uh, depending on what part she's in. Um, now, for my, like, overall closing thoughts, uh, this show... I remember watching it originally. The first time I watched it, I loved it. Like I loved the show. I I cherished it. Like it was it was on par with Monogatari for me. And then I watched Monogatari again. And then I continued with it. And then watched Dafu. And then watched better shows than it. And then watching it again now, I don't really have much to say about it. Like e- even watching the movie, I was like, I I couldn't get. I couldn't get completely invested in it. And I, like, my opinions, I did have some strong opinions, but, like, after watching what you guys were saying, I knew that I wouldn't be able to word my opinions as well as you guys would, so there really wouldn't be any point to commenting on it. And I guess my point here is that this show, just to say what Miles wanted to say, is a smooth brain version of Monogatari at Stafu. Oh yeah, and my uh, my final my score, score is like a, a six. A six. Okay. A six. Wow. Man, this is gonna break my heart, guys. Uh Jay, what have you got? So overall I liked the show pretty well enough. Um, there were some aspects of it that I found kind of like iffy, some story arcs that I didn't necessarily care about. And, but apart from that, there were some story arcs that I really did enjoy. Like I liked, you know, um, Kugum or, uh, what was her name? The second girl with the, the day, the ground Tomoe. Day. Tomoe. I liked her, uh, arc quite a bit. Like I liked her as a character a lot too. I, despite how iffy she was kaide was decent some of the time when she wasn't doing the weird you know little sister stuff and the last episode kind of made me reevaluate how i felt about it in a way it didn't change my overall grade miles was right about that one i'll give him that um i yeah and and rio's storyline like that was just good television in general and like i said this is a show that, for a lot of the arcs, you really could kind of put it into live action and not lose anything, which is something I value highly in a show. King of the Hill is my favorite anime of all time, and it's the exact same situation. Um, so, 
I went into this saying that I was going to give this a six. Upon reflection and listening to other people talk about it, I think I've changed my score a bit, and I'm going to say that I am giving this a seven. Ooh. An eight on Mal, because I always go one point up on Mal personally. Okay, mm. seven. All right, we, we, I still have some faith in us. Good job, Jay. Mm. I appreciate that. Uh, Johnny, what about you? It's okay. Pat. Oh, and best girl is Rio. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt Johnny, but best girl no, is you're Rio. Right. Yeah, yeah, I forget. I've, I couldn't remember if you said it right at the start or not. Yes, Rio. Okay, fair enough. Another vote for Rio. Go ahead, Johnny. Yeah, so it's okay. I also feel for you, but unfortunately, my heart's already been broken several times, so this is nothing. So this is like one of my like first shows that I've watched, you know? Kind of fitting for the type of person I am. It's, and, you know, like looking back at it, yeah, like honestly, the whole time Miles was talking, I agreed with him. It's just I really didn't like the structure of the plot. But, you know, to like... What was that? Was I 14 or 15? Like, to a 15-year-old, like, you know, moody-ass bitch boy like me, you know, it had all the impact that it needed to. And, you know, it's like, you know, it's like facts, it's like opinions over facts, you know, it's just like, Agenda your feelings matter facts. more than facts. So, mm -hmm. And, like, you know, I gotta take that into account. It's like, I can't take back the feelings I had for the show back then, so it's like, if I watched the show now, I would probably have a very different, like, opinion of it, but because of the way I felt in the past, I'm still, like, I love this show, so I'm gonna give it an 8 out of 10, and also Mai's best girl, because she is. I, I don't need to say anything else. I'm not gonna say anything else. She's the best girl. She is pretty great. Alright, there you go, Johnny. Good job, Johnny. Alright, Pete, what about you? My best girl, worst girl, there is a scene on a train where there is uh, some two girls sitting down and there's an old lady holding on to a handrail and they didn't give up their seat. Those are the worst girls in the series. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed this show. Um, more enjoyed than like thought it was good. Uh, had a good time rewatching it. I still cried during the movie. I think it had the impact that I was looking for. I'm going to give it an eight. I had a good time. An eight from Pete. All right. And, uh, Lastly, for me, I this series, like uh, like we've all said, it, it it holds a special place in my heart as well because it was very very early on in my anime watching career, and then the movie was on. Uh, you know, once the movie finally came out in the states, I I had watched so much since then. You know, like I had, I had at least thought that I had matured as a viewer and as a as a critic, if you will. Um, Apparently I haven't because I, I, did, I missed all of the stuff that was wrong with it, uh, which again, like when Miles was speaking, I, I couldn't really find much to argue with. So um, I, I guess I need to go back and rewatch the movie again uh, and, and look at it through that lens or something. If you don't um, care about time travel issues, don't care about time travel it issues. It really does depend on the type of person you are. Yeah, like, it, that's it will like, affect different people in different ways. It's okay to like a movie. Like, well, it's fine. No, no, I know, but like I, I can... Like well, that's that's the thing. You can really enjoy something like Benchwarmers, the movie, and think it's fucking hilarious. But like, well, also then to argue that you're, you know, to argue that it's critically good or not would also yeah. you, you'd be pretty mm. ridiculous to argue that. So like, I, I don't know. Again, because like I, I have the movie at a ten. I I really do. I I had it at a ten because I thought at the time watching it, I was like, wow. Not only did was I like emotionally invested in this movie, but I never saw anything wrong with it. Like, like you know. I, and I say, like, nothing is in, like, just general. There was nothing that made me think, oh, I need to knock off my score. So, um, I don't know. For me, uh, I have the show at a 9 and the movie at a 10. Uh, so I'm going to average down to a 9 because I think that, that that's a better reflection of the series as well, even 
after some of the criticisms uh, we've brought up today that I just can't argue with. Um, but yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I'll argue with you about it in the Discord, which is what something that you should join. And if you're on my side, like I am, uh, please come help me, because uh, I I have not I did not see any of this coming. I was completely blindsided too. So I feel I, I wanted a chance. I, I want a chance to to defend Maya's honor because Maya is best girl, by the way. I think they're all great waifus or whatever you want to call them in their in their own right. They all are interesting. Um, that's like a little sister. I don't really care about her that much, but but all the uh, and Mai's little sister. I think Kai okay. is. I don't know. I Hasaka is like a pretty good character. <laughs> no, I, I see what God. you did there. Thank you. Because they look the same. Oh, oh I came I from, from actually. So. I I from Kaguya. Sorry. Okay. I I didn't put two and two together. Sorry. Um. But yeah, so that that that's my review. Uh. Or my score of a 9 overall, that adds us up to 42. Let me divide that number by 6. Uh, wow, we average out to a 7. An average of a 7.0 for Bunny Girl Senpai. Bruh, which is... My friend Socks literally said, I'm going to just cry whenever this gets like a 7 or something in our other Discord channel. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, this, the average blame score... Blame Miles. I blame Miles a lot for that. Um, yeah, 8.8... It is. Uh, it, I mean, you're right. It is. Uh, an 8.28 is what it averages on Mal, so pretty far below our normal, and then the movie is an 8.6. So, um, yeah, we're we're way behind, but apparently let's, uh, let's move on to what we're watching two weeks from now on uh, April 4th. Fuck, what are we watching, Miles? Uh. We're watching Twilight. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> you guys are going to watch Twilight. I'm gonna That's watch. fine. Uh, and if you it, twilight will be on hulu starting april 1st everybody so um oh, damn, if you want a, a legal way to stream that um you so mean you don't own the, the blu-ray set uh actually i might because kayla might so you married a good one you need to send me your copy yeah i'll, I'll mail it up buddy yeah, please <laughs> do, because uh some of us did not grow up on twilight um yeah, we're not old boomers. I like was again. seven years old. If you like, you, know. if you would like to find the extra content that we had yeah, in our Discord. Discord chat of me being filmed by my wife hating on hating on the next movie that we're watching, you should join the Discord. Twilight got me yeah. laid, so I don't care. Like I yeah. literally no matter what you say, it got me laid, so it's worth every yeah. Twilight almost gave me an aneurysm. Well, there we go. All right. Uh, why don't we uh, nominate our shows uh, for God? What episode will that be for? That'll be for on the 18th of April. So why don't we start talking about those? Uh, Jay, why don't you start us off? So I was looking through and originally I was going to nominate Bacano because uh, Narita is actually the goat mangaka. Like he's insane. He did Dorara and Fate Strange Fake and Dead Mountain Death Play, all that sort of good stuff. Um, so I'm going to nominate the granddaddy of these sort of things. I am nominating um, Boogie Pop Phantom, okay. also known as Boogie Pop No, or I think Rai or Boogie Pop Does Not Laugh. It is really fucking good, in my opinion. And definitely, I want to watch something 90s specifically. And this is like one of the quintessential 90s anime that doesn't get talked about on the same level as, like, your Kenshin, you know, Yu Hakusho, Cowboy Bebop. And okay, so this is Boogie Pop, 
You can type in Boogie Pop Phantom and find it. J- just wait till I nominate Legend of the Galactic Heroes. Uh, I would unironically watch that. So. I would too. I know. Uh, no, but we can't. Afford Is this the one from two thousand? Uh, I believe it. It might be from two thousand. It might be. There yeah, might it's be like winter two thousand. So like just. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It, ah, it still has that 90s it's not it still 90s. has that '90s vibe to it. <laughs> the, the, it the '90s ended on 9/11, so 2000 is still. Uh... Damn, you know you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's a terrible joke. Um, oh my god, that's awful. Uh, all right, uh, thank you, Jay. Uh, how about Johnny? What have you got for us? We're mixing it up here. All the right. order. All right. So, uh... God, okay. How do I ignore that? Okay. I... Anyways. So the show that I'm gonna nominate on the trend of talk, so like on the trend of uh me nominating shows that are getting a season two that I wanted to watch season one of, I'm gonna nominate Classroom of the Elite. Classroom of the Elite. Okay, he stole stole my nomination. All right, cool. Uh, Hey, he. You know what? Uh, I have a a, a backup. I have a backup. I was gonna say, uh, what was your backup actually, Johnny? Because I remember you said earlier that you might. Oh, my backup was gonna be Pasha's Hero because I nominated that before. Okay. All right. I, I feel better now. Um, uh, Pete, what have you got then? Yeah, I'm going to nominate a show that just came out on Netflix. All the episodes dropped at once. I'm going to nominate Kotaro Lives Alone. Oh, good one. Okay. Kotaro Lives Alone. Cat, what about you? It's supposed to be very good. So, unlike a lot of the last times that we've done this, I actually have one this time. Uh, Yay. This... <laughs> I know you're proud of me. I'm very uh, proud of you. It's only taken you two and a half years of Watch Club to figure it out. I'm really proud of you. Yeah. Uh, now, I'm going to nominate Charlotte because I haven't seen it. Oh no! And I know. Oh, I can't Johnny wait to hate it. Johnny's walking out the door for our audience. Oh no! Uh, I can't wait. I can't wait because I'm voting for that because I'm so curious to hear how see how poorly it's done because it has to be. It's got to be a dumpster fire. Let's do it. I love that. Miles. It's got a 7.75 on Mal. I know, it's because people love it. People love it. Lots of, lots of things have lots of things. Um, yeah, my, apparently, apparently Bunny Girl has an 8.3, and we're, we're just, it's awful. So, uh, Miles, why don't you, yeah, that's quote from Miles, by the way. You can quote him on that. Uh, Miles, what have you got? Um, I, you know, this week was stressful for me. I, I had to watch Bunny Girl Senpai. I have to read Chainsaw Man for <laughs> poor thing Manga Club. Um, and which I'll be seeing you tomorrow, right? If I can finish it, um, I have been trying. I promise you. Um, but I thought maybe something nice, and relaxing. I'm going to do Aria the animation. Oh, I I want to see that. Yeah, I know it's Pete bait. It is Pete bait. <laughs> that is a hundred percent Pete bait. Well, don't be baited, Pete, because I have a much more banger of a show that everyone is going to want to watch, and that is. Rajay Fon, whatever the fuck that thing's name is. <laughs> I, I am Rajay Fon. Rajay Fon. I don't know. It looks cool. Really cool. It's really cool, cool art. It looks Words. like it's got sick cover art and it's uh, a little historical, a little bit something, I don't know, a little bit vintage too. That's always a lot of fun. I'm sure we're going to watch it and we're going to hate it and it's going to get a six and I'm going to have to defend it the whole time. But you know what? Someday we'll watch it. Damn it. And, uh, <laughs> And, um, you know, maybe you'll get a Miles sympathy vote or something. Uh, yeah, there we go. All right, so that those are our nominations for our uh, April 17th episode. And, uh, yeah, or 18th, pardon me. Uh, so why don't you take it away, Pete? Awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, if you have made it this far and you want to support the podcast, the best way to do so is like, comment, subscribe, leave a review on whatever platform you're listening to us on. 
If you're listening to us on an audio-only platform and you want to see our beautiful faces, we have a YouTube links in the description below. If you're watching us on YouTube and you hate our faces but you like our takes, we have audio-only formats as well. And a week from now, we will be previewing probably the most popular season of anime ever coming up in spring. Uh, don't be talking about some... Might be actually talking about some sequels this time around. Normally, I try to skip that, but I think the the heavy hitters are so big... Might have to talk about a few, so look forward to that next week. Uh, yesterday, me and Jay did an episode on JJK Zero, so if you saw the movie, check out me and Jay's review of that. And then, otherwise, if you're here for Watch Club in two weeks, we're going to be watching Twilight. Cannot wait. Thank you so much, and we'll see you next time.